Whether, like James, you leap hedges on your 18-hand hunter, or, like me, you brave Reykjavik's volcanic ash, what do you do when you're snowed under and notice your fiercely independent elderly mum or dad isn't coping? This would have been a disaster, but now you can whip out your phone and call THE Family Emergency Service, that is, the Live-In Care Company, on 0118-914-5300. The liveincarecompany.co.uk does exactly what it says on the tin. The Live-In Care Company, run by a fellow London Calling listener, rocks a 97% five-star Trustpilot rating. The Live-In Care Company believes your family should be cared for at home by carers who actually care. We don't believe a synthetic and potentially locked-down environment of a residential care home can compare to the one-on-one care in your own family home. As one amazed Trustpilot reviewer wrote recently, we urgently needed a carer with only 24 hours' notice. This company contacted us very promptly and had a carer for the position within a couple of hours. Absolutely amazing service with a very professional caring attitude and a very personal touch. This company is by far the best we've used, unquote. Get in touch via www.theliveincarecompany.co.uk or ring them for a no-obligation conversation on 0118-914-5300. They'd love to help. This is London Calling. London Calling. Yeah, but where are you really from? I'm really from here. No matter how uncomfortable it is for other people to accept, I'm very clear that I experienced racism in an environment that I should have felt safe in. Welcome to London Calling with me, James Dellingpole, and my very good friend, Mr. Toby Young. Um, Tobes, can you can you hear my my voice? Is, is a bit you slightly croaky? I'm, I'm on the um, upward slope, um, uh, coming out of a cold. Oh, you've been I had, ill. I had a cough and a cold, but ah. um, I'm definitely on the mend. So, are you on the downward slope? No, not at all. Um, my immune system is 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 firing all, on all all cylinders. The reason. The reason that I am so um, croaky is that I had another event last night, um, uh, an amazing, amazing event, which I, I wish I'd been there. I wish you'd been there so that you could have seen how, how loyal and devoted Team uh, James so the, the, fans the, are. I, mean, so I think I heard about this. So this was um, a live um, recording of the Dellingpod somewhere in London, in Bethnal Green. Yeah, it was. At... At the, the place you sometimes go to, the backyard right. comedy So, who club. else was on the bill, or was it just exclusively you and your... Who were you interviewing? No, we had we had some some uh, comedians. We, we had um, Abby Roberts, uh, Alistair Williams, um, um, Carl Vernon, and Tanya oh, yeah. Edwards. And so, we, so, so it, it, there, there was a sort of afternoon comedy session... And then in the evening, there was, as happens at these events, there was an after-show party with Danny Rampling DJing. Now, I know you were never into the dance scene, Toby, but but Danny Rampling was basically invented dance as we know it because he was the DJ who came back from Ibiza in the late 1980s and opened the club that started the club night that started it all. It was called Shum. And and uh, the rave scene was born um, in in Shum, pretty much. And and the the idea, if 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 you could have gone back twenty years um, in time, 
and, and told me that 20 years in the future, I would be having this party, um, you know, of sort of 350 of my closest friends um, or and admirers um, at, a, at a gig headlined just in a private room by 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 Danny Rampling. <laughs> but thought, it, yeah, I'm, I'll, so I'll, I'll have some of who that. Who arranged this, first of all? Why didn't you discuss it on the podcast last week? Why didn't you invite me? Why didn't I know anything about it until someone asked me if I was going on oh, Thursday? The, the, well, okay, I didn't, I didn't organise it. Um, it was organised by um, a friend uh, called Charlotte, uh, who features the, uh, as the, the Countess, uh, the Duchess of, of Burnley or something. <laughs> anyway, um, yeah, Charlotte, organized it and i think it sold out very very quickly like like there were there were only 350 spaces and we could have we where she could have sold out twice as much easy um and i i think this 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 is the deal about being me um that although i'm not i'm not world famous i do have a a small and select group of really, really very loyal and lovely fans, and it's and it's but really exciting. What was it that sold out? You keep you sort of you haven't explained it properly. M- me? Was it a, p- a party hosted by James Dillingpool, DJed by Danny? Yeah, Rampling? yeah. Uh, so uh, obviously th- th- they came to see the comics, but 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 yeah, basically. You, but you you so you interviewing someone on stage, or just you standing on stage with your arms aloft? Yeah, I did a bit of that. I did, I, I I did a bit of that. I did a bit of um a, a bit of the Dillingpod live on stage. Don't, don't usually interview someone in the Delling Pod. Yeah, so so I did Bob. Okay, Bob Moran, the 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 genius ex genius, Telegraph yeah. cartoonist who's got. We were all basically dissidents. So Danny Rampling, for example, effectively has 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 ceased to be a a, a mainstream superstar DJ simply because he came out against the the death jabs and stuff. Um, same with Bob lost his job on the telegraph for for you know being skeptical about vaccines and 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 so on um we, we we've all in our different ways been been hammered for going outside the Everton window and 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 confronting the the vax tyranny all the all the various things that um the the evil ones are trying to impose on us um as they slowly dismantle our civilization and turn us into slaves of the uh, of the Phoenician Navy, so it was it was it was it was a sort of it was a, 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 a like like it was it was essentially Va- Vaslev Havel's flat in Prague, circa nineteen seventy three. It was but a bit like music. that, it, with and with quite a lot of God. Um, it's amazing how many people on my side um, have have got religion, um, right? You know, um, Jesus. Rather than any other 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 random religion, so it was a sort of it was sort of, it was a, it was a, a cross between a meeting of dissidents in Eastern Europe, circa nineteen seventy three, and an ev- evangelical Christian revivalist meeting in South Carolina. It was a bit like that. I, I'm, I'm a lot of us are from the rave generation, so we're we're we we you know. We're, we're slightly we're slightly cooler than 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 um than perhaps your average um not that I'm dissing evangelical Christians but yeah yeah it was it was a uh, I think it's because we recognize that that things are so dark that only only God is going to save us it's like I mean, Christianity but with mushrooms yes yes <laughs> there should be yes. a name for that there probably is a name for it it's, it's like um Christianadelica 
anyway, anyway, I'm sure it's we good. I, I tell you, Tobes, you, you should try it sometime. It, it is, it is, it is the only way. Right. It is absolutely. Um, well, it sounds it, fun. I would have come, James, if you'd invited me. Well, maybe I would. It's have okay. Gone. I, the, the, I, there will be others. There will be others. It's good. absolutely fine. Yeah. Um, yeah. It, it makes me think that we should revive our idea of um, a live London calling tour um, of smaller venues um, in some of the rural parts of the country. And I think we. I think we could make it work. I think we could. We could make it. It would wash its own face anyway. It would pay for itself. No, no. I, I, I think it would we'd... wash its face. I, th- I, I do. I, I don't. How many listeners have we got? Have you? Have you worked it out? I think on average we get about twenty thousand downloads per episode. Right. Um, I don't think any of the Americans are going to fly over. I don't think anyone's that fanatical. No, no so when that... we could when we could live stream it. We could then we get like a pay per view uh, facility. So uh, and that way we could enlar- massively enlarge our audience, and people overseas could 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 see it, and people at home. Do you think we ought to ought to allocate the um, the takings according to? who is the most popular yeah they could the... tick a box team james or team toby on the way yes. but i i i, I think I'd, i i could, could be embarrassing it could be embarrassing for either one of us but uh... no well i did actually meet um somebody who describes himself as partly team tobes last night okay. um, he said i'm team tobes on football okay. and he said um you can really impress him by telling him that you know who won the football last night um uh, well, and, and who was I'm not playing. sure about not sure that's really impressive, but yeah. Oh, <laughs> I have not. Well, I, I, can I can I impress you? I have not seen a. I have not even seen thirty seconds of any of this World Cup. Not even thirty seconds. But I do know that Senegal were beaten last night by England. Is that right? Yep, that's correct. Um, and it was it three nil. Three nil. It's quite bold of you actually to to um, get involved in an event that clashes with the um, first game in the knockout stages of the World Cup, which England is playing in. Oh, uh, no. It doesn't, doesn't sound like that in any way undercut your audience. No, no the, the, there, is, there, is, there is no um, clash because um, Team James all think that football is bread and circuses. It's right. just a distraction. And, and, and therefore, we don't, we don't participate. Also, I told this person, I thought it was exceptionally racist um, for a, a white European team to beat Africans. I mean, how, you know, who, who not so long ago were being exploited by the slave trade. So I, I'm not sure I approve of this racist world. Well, no, but you'll, you'll be relieved to hear, James, that before yeah. the match, the England players, every single England player got down on one knee. Did they? No, none of not, the Senegalese. Not both not, knees, as they should have done. No, just one knee. So maybe oh. maybe they could have done better, but not a single Senegalese player took the knee. <laughs> it was the same when um, England played um, the USA. Uh, all the England players took the knee, and none of the American players took the knee. It was just like it was. It was as though we have been fully colonised now by the Yanks. You know, uh, we're basically copying a gesture they made, they've exported, which they can yes. no longer be bothered to do. It's really embarrassing, isn't it? I mean, the, is is it? Whose fault is it? Is it is it Gareth Southgate, the manager? He's the manager, isn't he? Yeah. Well, I think no. I think I think I think his his position is that the players took a collective decision amongst themselves to continue taking the knee. He said this, I think, during the Euros last year. Yeah. And so I fully support that decision. Um, I think that's his line. He, he's not claiming that he's imposing it on them. He's just claiming that he's, he's he, 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 has, he has every sympathy with their desire to express their solidarity. 
What do you reckon would happen if if one of them one of them like did that like the man in the in the poster with all the Nazis and he's not doing the salute? Yeah, well, in in, in when QPR play, um, there's a there's a player um, uh, who's um, who who plays for Scotland um, uh, called um, uh, Dykes. And um, he doesn't take the knee when all the other people do. Um, so it is possible. I think. I think in some squads it's tolerated, and in other maybe other squads it, because it isn't. He, he feels his surname covers it. it, it it's woke enough without. <laughs> maybe it's woke enough without him having to take the knee. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. It's. It, it, it's. Well, I, I. I personally feel embarrassed, and and I would like to dissociate myself as an Englishman from these, these terrible, terrible people. Um, James, we should probably hear from one of our one of our sponsors. Oh, we should. Um, why don't you kick us off with um, with our, one of your favourites, I know. Well, it is. Um, if you're a regular listener to this show, you know that farmers all around the world are in the sights of big ag and big government. And we've urged you to support them. How do you do that? Well, if you're among our lucky American listeners, you know. Moink delivers grass-fed and grass-finished beef and lamb, pastured pork and chicken, and sustainable wild-caught Alaskan salmon direct to your door, all while helping family farms become financially independent. Unlike your local supermarket, with Moink, you have total control over the quality and source of your food. Customise the meat and fish selections delivered in every box, stick with family favourites, or mix it up each month and cancel any time. Our American producer, you know, Evil Brian, is a bit sad these days, as winter means the backyard grill has been put away for the season. But that doesn't mean that he and his family aren't still enjoying the best meat the USA has to offer. Moink was founded by an eighth-generation farmer who was featured on Shark Tank. It's no wonder Jamie Siminoff, creator of the Ring Video Doorbell, invested in Moink. They guarantee you'll say... Oink, oink, I'm just so happy I got moinked. Keep American farming going by signing up at moinkbox.com slash London right now. And listeners of this show get free filet mignon in every order for a year. That's one year of the best filet mignon you'll ever taste. But for a limited time, spelled M-O-I-N-K, box.com slash London. That's moinkbox.com slash London. So, James, I've had quite a busy, uh, well, I had quite a busy week last week. I did quite a lot of um, public speaking. So um, on on um, Thursday, I, no, I think on Friday, no, it's on Friday, I first of all went to a lunch at something called the Walbrook Club. Have you ever been invited to the Walbrook Club? Well, obviously a, not, Toby. Well, who are they? Would they like me? um i i think they might um it's uh it's a private members club in the city of london um and um they invite guest speakers to come and entertain them to sing for their lunch good wine good food good company um and you can't uh, do the problem is tobes you do you not find when you're speaking at these things you can't partake because you you, you're the you've got to do your singing yes and enjoy your supper i i it varies sometimes I partake and sometimes I don't. Sometimes I right. worry that if I drink a bit too much, then I'll get, you know, I'll, I'll trip over my words and slur and stumble. Um, uh, so it, it sort of depends how confident I'm feeling. I do try and limit my intake, that's for sure, until after I've sat down. But that, this was a, so we had, a, we had a, a fundraising dinner on Wednesday night um, for the Free Speech Union. So I had to speak at that. And then on Friday, 
the Walbrook Club for lunch. And incidentally, there is a Walbrook Club shoot, which um, uh, I'm hoping... Which you've been to, invited on. Is, it, hope, is it a grouse shoot or a pheasant shoot? I'm hoping to get invited to it. But um, it, 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 it was sort of... It was run up, run up the flagpole, but not completely confirmed. Um, but at, at the event on Wednesday night, um, the fundraiser for the Free Speech Union, I invited the chap who's invited us both to go shooting, who's a fan of London Calling. Mm. Um, I better not name him, but um, uh, but uh, yeah. So so I think he is right, going to lovely. invite us. He's yeah, he's fantastic, and um, and I had a chance to have a drink with him afterwards. Very nice guy, and um, yeah, hopefully. We will both go shooting. I, with hope him you did, I hope you didn't sort of try, try to convert him into a team Tobeser, did you? I did think you he was already. And... I think he was already leaning in that direction, James. I didn't, he didn't take much conversion. Um, but um, uh, anyway, and, and then on Friday afternoon, I went to Benenden, the girls' public school. Um, yes, to give that's a talk. where my mother-in-law went. Really? So yes. I was speaking to the six formers, um, uh, and it was part of their. They've got this. Um, program a year-long program in which they're trying to the staff are trying to teach the girls how to disagree um more agreeably um which i think is a very good um aim um and uh, you know trying to teach them to be um uh, a little less um uh concerned about um that that having to hear opinions they find disagreeable oh will, i see will that trigger is... them and make them uncomfortable that is, I mean, I, I, I thought I thought that the idea was was um, to stop them being compliant, good good wives, and, and make them more sort of feisty. But what you're saying, it's to sort of stop them being such whiny, needy, um, <laughs> aggrieved that that kind of thing, which is which is on one of the hallmarks of, of, of well, modern female well, that, culture. None, isn't it? none of that language was used in the description of the event or the rationale for it. But um, and what were I they think, like? I think, the I think it was. I, th- I think it was. I think it was. It was quite a noble aim. It's saying part of what we want to teach you at this school, at least this year, um, is that it's okay to discuss. You know points of view with which you may passionately disagree um, and to listen to other voices um, and if if you don't agree with them don't cancel them um, don't uh, don't try and shut them down uh, or expel them from polite society disagree with them in a respectful polite but robust way so um, anyway so that, that was a sort of that was the sort of rationale for it, and, and yeah. that was good actually. The 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 uh, the audience was very engaged. They asked lots of intelligent questions, um, and um, afterwards, one of the I think one of the teachers came up to me and said uh, she was a big fan of London Calling and that she was Team Toby, but her husband was Team James. Right? Have you have you noticed a, a division of the sexes along those lines when it comes yeah, to Team Toby? Yeah, I think it's Toby? mainly it's mostly girls who love me because I'm I'm very very sexy. But occasionally you do you do find it reversed. Maybe yeah. maybe that is maybe that is the case. But yeah. so so did, did were, were any of the the, the girls hoity toity and and and, and irritatingly woke, aggressively woke, or, or were they were they mostly kind of no they they weren't actually they, they they weren't and um they were yeah they were polite um I and think Benham girls are nice girls actually generally yeah um yeah. and, and I, one of the um one of the teachers I had supper with it some teachers beforehand and one of them told me that he thought that the current generation of six formers um were um uh, uh, uh there was a bit more um ideological diversity you know they, oh, they were good. Uh, than, than than their immediate um uh, elders which i thought was good and i've heard that before from other people too um so maybe so we've hope- reached peak woke peak woke may have happened james 
What, 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 do you know what generation they're called? This, this new, that, now, that, that I, so I, people who are 18, are they, 17 they, now, what, they, what would that yeah, be? What, what are they? Are they digital natives? Is that what you call them? Oh, people who've only grown up with social media? I'm not sure. Anyway, James, that wasn't the end of it. On, on, on Saturday, <laughs> I, I went to, um, Totnes, um, in South Devon and gave Darkington a speech. Darkington Hall? Well, it was it was near Dartington, but I, I gave it. It was at the invitation of the, um, I think the Totnes Young Conservatives. You wouldn't yeah. have thought that such a such a group would exist anymore, but it does. And in fact, Totnes has a Conservative MP, um, and uh, and so that was yeah, that was a, that was that was quite fun too. That's and quite were, a way were, to go. It is, and they didn't offer to pay my train fare. In fact, neither did Benenden. Um, so, um, but uh, uh, nonetheless, I, I quite enjoy. But, um, but sorry, just wait. The, I, I, I'm amazed at this. You are so maybe nobles the the wrong word for you, James. <laughs> but you actually got on a train and went to deepest or deepest ish Devon, yeah, in order to speak for no money. Um, what yeah. just? Just because did, they gave me a T-shirt which said straight out of Totnes at the end of it. And I got a bottle of champagne. Well, English sparkling wine um, at Benenden. Which is often so, better than champagne. Which is often better than champagne. It's Chapel Down, which is about the best. Um, so uh, I'm not complaining. And um, I think I can um, put it on the Free Speech Union's books. I can expense it to the Free Speech Union because I was promoting free speech and the Free Speech Union on both occasions. Ah, that's, that's true. So you've got you've got a, a kind of a, a business to promote. Yeah. More. Yeah. I mean, you're right, though. It, 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 the, the reason... Um, uh, I think one of the reasons neither the Totnes Young Conservatives nor Benenden offered to pay my train fare is because I just I was too embarrassed to bring it up, you know, in that typically English way. I didn't want yeah. to talk about it, so I didn't say. And uh, is it possible to reimburse me for my train fare? Too, 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 too inhibited and embarrassed to bring that up. Uh, maybe if yeah. I had done, there was oh yes, of course. Sorry, we meant to do that all along, but uh, no, without I, yeah. So there it is. Anyway, yeah. By the way, uh, before I forget. Do you know who my favourite rap star is? Uh, is it? Don't say Kanye now that he's been kicked off Twitter for saying Hitler was a good. No, bloke. he's my. He's my. He's only my second favourite. Um, okay. No, my favourite. I, I. I only just read this in in Money Week. Do you get Money Week? I quite like Money Week. Yeah, Money Week's good. Yeah, it's not. It's not quite as woke. The week is really woke, but Money Week is. I still still basically sticks to how to make money. Um, Apparently, Ice Cube, do you remember him? Yeah. Ice Cube turned down a $9 million film offer because they insisted on him having a COVID death jab and he wasn't having it. Really? Said, no. Nine million? Wow. He said, I mean, I, w- I would be the same, obviously, but, but unlike Ice Cube, <laughs> no one has actually offered me that. that um, but I That's would. Quite, that is quite impressive. It, it, um, it is, isn't it? It, it, it's there are not many people in the music industry who've stood up to this stuff. You think about how the Foo Fighters were almost with, with, with absolute indecent eagerness were insisting that all all people coming to their to their gigs should be jabbed and and so on. A lot of this went on in, in the world of music, but presumably because these people are all puppets anyway, they're well, puppets of their evil overlord, so they they've got no choice. But nevertheless, it's really rare for somebody to 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 make a, a principled stand like this. Even now, um, it was it was. Uh, but remember when um, all those uh, very successful musicians, many of them, you know, anti-establishment rebels in their heyday 
petitioned um, uh, Spotify to get rid of um, Joe Rogan because of various, um, you know, mild reservations. He and yeah. people, and you don't get more vanilla than Joe Rogan. I mean, it's like it's like trying to ban I don't know ban Vera Lynn or something. It's it's um, <laughs> or somebody yeah, like pretty... oh. yeah. Um, should we hear from one more of our one more of our sponsors before we go on to discuss the Lady Hussey affair, um, which oh, yes. uh, which we should we should um, we should comment on. So, did you hear the one about the Scotsman in London? He drinks ten fine malt whiskies, then falls down groaning. Barman, what's the matter, sir? Scotsman, I shouldn't have drank that whisky with what I've got, son. Why? What have you got? Two pounds, son. This joke has been supplied by Thor Holt, and, and oh, he, 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 he goes. His isn't one of mine. He goes on to say, I, "I've thought of collecting whiskey, but I always drink everything I buy, no matter how collectible. The solution: I'm investing in a distillery. What's special about this project? Non-woke, financially trustworthy, business-savvy management, which previously built a brand to a six-figure exit." Strong whiskey story and renowned head distiller. Investments are sought from £2,000 upwards with larger sums SEIS qualifying. So the government pay us to invest. My point in talking about whiskey is that as your executive coach or NED, I'll bring not just a performance boost to your business. I will also share my trusted network with you. Connect today and you could still join our pre-Christmas coffee club Zoom, where you'll hear the story of a client who sold his business for a billion dollars and hear the key lessons he learnt in the process, which are applicable to any sized business. You can contact me, Thor Holt, at linkedin.com forward slash in forward slash Thor Holt, or one word. Merry Christmas. P.S. I've sent a bottle of whiskey to you in the post, Toby. If James would like one, let me have his address. Oh, so, um, uh, James, if you want a free bottle of whiskey from this new whiskey distillery that um, Thor's invested in, then do email him. Well, now um, I've gone uh, off to gin. I mean, I think that's a really good idea, Tobes. There you go. It could be my new. It could be my new stage of life. I could. I could By the way, I should. Uh, I should say that after after last um, last week, in which we. Um, uh, complained about the price of good single malt whiskey, and in particular Lafroig, which we're both yeah. fans of. Someone sent me a link to um, a page on the Sainsbury's website where you can purchase a bottle of ten-year-old Lafroig for twenty-eight pounds, which is actually pretty reasonable and a lot cheaper than it is in most other places. I checked, and at Majestic, it's thirty-six pounds. So Sainsbury's ten-year-old Lafroig. 28 pounds and this is a message no one is paying us to deliver um but it was something that was passed on by a conscientious thoughtful listener i think so james sainsbury's owes us big time for that one both big time they should probably they can afford yeah, it send, as well send us send us each a crate of whiskey yeah. um so um lady hussey so for, for for the benefit of our american listeners and even some of our british listeners who may have missed this story um there was a reception at buckingham palace last week and um a what an 83 year old i think she's 83 an 83 year old lady in waiting called lady hussey had a conversation with um an african caribbean woman um who was um uh, uh runs a domestic refuge center and was there sister I think, space uh say that again it's called sister space toby 
Sister, Sister Space, Space. yes. It's Sister the name Sister of the charity. Space. I think that's right. That's right. Yes. Yeah, sorry, I, I didn't realize. I didn't have grasp that you were speaking in a in an African Caribbean no, accent, it's, James. Toby, it's, it's, it's my it's my it's my husky post post party okay. party voice. Um, anyway, so um, Lady Hussey, the lady in waiting, asked this woman um, uh, where she was from. And according to this woman, she she um, posted a sort of transcript of the conversation as recalled by her on Twitter. And according to her, when 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 she when she sort of initially said, "I'm sorry, I, I, I I'm not sure I understand what you mean," and Lady Hussey became more and more irritated, wanting to know exactly where this woman was from, and yeah. um, not 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 realizing that she was as British as Lady Hussey. Um, and uh, and as you know, on university campuses, um, asking someone who um, uh, isn't white where they're from um, is a microaggression and Absolutely. very frowned upon. You can be punished Awful. for it. Um, yeah. So this was a microaggression. Um, and, and but what, whatever your feelings about whether asking a woman of colour where she's from is offensive or not, is it now um, something very impolite to do and not something you'd expect to happen to you when you're being celebrated at a Buckingham Palace reception? Wherever you stand on that issue, for me, the, the really um, egregious thing about this episode is that her account... The um, the victim's account of what happened on Twitter was taken completely at face value by the palace, yeah. and poor Lady Hussey was forced out, announced her quote unquote resignation um, within hours of this tweet being posted on Twitter. So no due process, no opportunity for her to put her side of the story. In spite of her dedicated years of service, I think she's she's um, she's worked at the palace in one capacity or another uh, for something like 60 years. Um, yeah. uh, but in spite of her long service um, and in spite of her, you know, presumably quite good relationships um, with the king and Camilla and, Char- uh, you know, William and Kate, she was out on her ear within hours on the say-so of this woman who, you know, um, is clearly... Um, uh, you know, a, a political activist. Um, it subsequently emerged that um, she has turned um, even people of mixed race away from her refuge because it's only intended for women of colour. Um, and uh, if you've got even a drop of white blood, then you're too white to enter the sanctuary of sister space. Um, anyway, yeah. um, uh, which suggests, you know, that she certainly has a bit of a polit- political axe to grind. She's a uh, professional anti-racist part of the anti-racist industry um and um but nonetheless her account of what had happened which netted her a huge amount of attention was taken at face value and poor old lady hussey was immediately thrown under the under a bus so i thought that was pretty appalling behavior yes yes i mean i i can't remember what her real name is it, it, it's something like doris doris biggs or something she comes from barbados and she changed her name she this made up name Ngozi Fulani. <laughs> so one of my Twitter followers, one of, one of my black Twitter followers, who I, I think is Nigerian, said, look, we were looking at this name and thinking, well, that's not an African name. The Fulani is, is, is one of our tribes. It's not a, it, it's not a surname. So this, this, this race-baiting woman invents this African name, dresses up 
dolls herself up to the nine in African garb. I think she's even got a kind of um, an African-shaped necklace on her uh, around her, her neck, and and probably a big sign saying "I am African." Deal with. Well, it. she was she was dressed in a kind of um, uh, sort of Lion King version of African national costume. Yeah, um, it, it, uh, yes, exactly. Uh, so, so, I mean, it's, it, it's, it's it's not. I mean, it's you know. I mean. She was wearing the African brooch. She'd given herself an African name. She dressed like you she know, had a spear. A, didn't she? she was having Afri- a, a she was, spear <laughs> and, and a shield, and she was but chanting. She was, but um, she was. She, I mean, it was. It was like it's. It's. It's a bit rich, isn't it, to kind of try and pass yourself off essentially as um, as an authentic African to kind of yeah. celebrate your african heritage in 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 such an over-the-top way and then immediately take umbrage if someone assumes you're not 100 percent british it's like Uh, if you and i were were invited to buckingham palace and we decided to go in 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 say leather chaps um with with our bottoms exposed and and a kind of leather sort of village people type hat and and sort of nipple things on us uh i, I don't know just, and then I, someone, uh, we went together it. like that and and, and uh, it, with interlocking arms and then and prince and charles then, said then, prince charles said to us so how long have you two been together yes we could then uh, say what do you mean together are you assuming we're gay how yes. dare you exactly yeah. it's just it's like that isn't it it's, it that, that's that's the game she's playing and and fair play to her i mean i do kind of respect she's the way played she a blinder won this played a blinder yeah buckingham palace is so totally cucked that it makes you look like me, Tobes. It's it, it's it's awful, and because did you mention? I um I I don't think you did that that the the palace has now doubled down by inviting this 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 race baiter to a, to a special apology dinner. She's being she's being rewarded for her goading. She's being rewarded for having destroyed the the reputation. She or made, or made, or a, just made a made a ruined poor old lady husband. <laughs> It's, it's outrageous. Lady Hussey is going to Lady Hussey is going to have to attend the dinner and the high point of the dinner, Jane. Well, she's not going to attend. She's going to she's going to serve the woman um, uh, throughout the dinner, and then at the conclusion of the dinner, she's going to fall to one knee and offer her her title. That <laughs> so, would be that would be very appropriate. Can I say say though this story makes me very happy because it just confirms everything I predicted about about. Uh, Prince Charles or King Charles, as we must learn to, to, to call him. I did say all along he was going to be an absolute bloody disaster. And, and it's like, it's almost like he's, he's, he, he's Team James too. He wants me to be proved right. So well done. They're, I think, done uh, I, think I mean, trying to think of ways in which to defend the palace's um, uh, 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 unseemly haste in getting rid of poor old Lady Hussey. Um, uh, I think... As 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 the tweet was posted, I mean, this could have been, you know, brilliant timing on the part of the victim. Um, but as 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 the tweet appeared, I think William and Kate were flying over the Atlantic to Boston, where William was going to give out his kind of um, uh, most beholden to the Green Blob award. Mm. Um, uh, and uh, and they were meeting with Biden and you know um, going on a charm offensive uh, uh, and and so it might, it might, they might have thought well we don't want we don't want this kind of tour that we've been planning for months to be in any way derailed by this story so we'll just immediately just capitulate get rid of yeah, throw Lady Hussey out the window and hope it'll go away and there won't be a kind of uh, huge scandal about it because we don't want to distract from William and Kate's 
um, uh, give prizes to anyone who can impersonate Greta Thunberg tour of Boston. Yeah. Um, so yeah, that, that that was probably a factor, and of course, that was kind of derailed anyway when um, the um, equally attention-seeking Harry and Meghan released the the first trailer of their forthcoming um, uh, documentary series. Their you know their version of um, the Kardashians, um, which is coming out, I think, in a few days' time. They've now they've now released a second trailer. They released a second trailer today. And James, you'll love the second trailer. So if you haven't seen, have you seen it yet? No, I haven't. No, no, no. Okay, so, them, okay. so so um, so it, the second trailer it has kind of um, it has a kind of a, a sort of celebrations in the build-up to um, the um, wedding of Harry and Meghan. Everyone very excited. Meghan being lavished with praise for being beautiful, a breath of fresh air, going to reinvigorate the royal family. And it's all kind of celebratory music, all wine and roses. And then suddenly... Megan, I think Harry says, and then something happened. And then it suddenly get, you get the music suddenly turns sombre and it goes from colour into black and white. And then there's a shot of Megan crying um, <laughs> and Harry trying to comfort her. And then you have this um, black African-American pundit saying, it was all about hatred. It was all about race. And, <laughs> and the implication is that, you know, the reason the British public and the British tabloids turned on Megan after initially uh, enthusiastically welcoming her to Britain and into the bosom of the royal family is because they finally it finally worked out that she was black because it wasn't then, I, I have to say I didn't it wasn't, know it wasn't obvious time, was it <laughs> no but it was as though you know somehow the results of a secret DNA test were leaked and they realized that she she was more than five percent black and so they yeah, yeah. because they're all racist they immediately turned on her nothing to do with her personality her behavior nothing to do with any of that no it's because they suddenly discovered that um this apparently white woman was in fact a, a an oppressed african-american yeah we don't take we don't take kindly to that kind of that <laughs> kind of nonsense yeah, that's quite anyway. I I I, I think I, I may f- I may force myself to watch at least one episode of this uh, Netflix documentary series just just because I know I'm going to have to comment about it. I think it's really um, noble, Tobes, that you're going to do it because I'm certainly not. I'm not going to waste a second of my life watching that <laughs> that that stuff. It's just... So James, uh, can I can I persuade you to waste a second of your life on um, our, our next sponsor? I think it's your yes. turn. Yes. Does it make sense? that the same company who controls half of online retail also passively eavesdrops on your private conversations at home. What about the idea that a single company controls 90% of internet searches, runs your email service, and gets to track everything you do on your smartphone? Big tech is more powerful than most countries are, and they profit by exploiting your personal data. It's time to put a layer of protection between your online activity and these tech juggernauts. And that's why I use ExpressVPN. Think about how much of your life is on the internet. Sadly, every site you visit, video you watch, or message you send gets tracked and data mined. But when you run ExpressVPN on your device, the software hides your IP address something big tech can use to personally identify you. So, ExpressVPN makes your activity harder to trace and sell to advertisers. ExpressVPN also encrypts 100% of your internet data to keep you safe from hackers and eavesdroppers on your network. That's why ExpressVPN is rated number one by CNET, Wired, TechRadar and countless others. 
What I like most about ExpressVPN is how easy it is to use. Download the app on your phone or computer, tap one button, and you're protected. So, stop handing over your personal data to the big tech monopoly that mines your activity and sells your information. Protect yourself with the VPN I trust to keep me safe online. Visit expressvpn.com. Okay, so um, shall we um, move on to Culture Corner, James? I'm assuming you've got Pilates later. I have, I have, yes, I, because especially after, my, after last night, I need, I need to get my body back in, in shape. Yeah. Um, yes, have you been watching the new season? I, I'm so glad it's back. Slow horses. slow horses. No, I I haven't yet. I, I was tr- I, I I'm in. I've got this terrible habit of starting new seasons when I haven't finished an existing one of something. I mean, I don't mean of the same show. So I'm I'm currently watching um, Tokyo Vice, and I thought oh, I'll yes. get to the end of Tokyo Vice before starting on Slow Horses. Partly because I just know that as soon as I embark on episode one of Slow Horses, I won't be able to stop. Though they're not all up yet, are they? I think the first three episodes are up. Oh, is that right? I two. don't I don't know. I, I, I'd say it's worth the the Apple subscription, Apple TV subscription. Anyway, it, it's really good. Even 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 I think Americans will, will probably get it. Although it's more of an English thing. But if you've got, if you've got your Exp- Express VPN, of course, you can pretend you you are that's in true. England. And that's true. Um, so you've seen episode one, have you, of season two? Yeah, and and, it, and it's as good as ever. I I just think it's. I really really enjoyed. Uh, Tinker Tailor Sol- Soldier Spy and and Smiley's People and all those classic John le Carre adaptations. Uh, in I, I think they were in the nineties, weren't they? With, with with Alec Guinness as George Smiley, mm. and mm. it was it was one of the, the finest offerings from the, from a sort of golden age of TV when the BBC was not shy. I think, that was, not, I think not, it was the eighties, James. May have the, been, the, the Alec may Guinness have been. one, yeah. Anyway, uh, whenever it was, the TV was even stuff on the BBC was still was still often good then and in a different way the slow horses just captures that it's very cynical a bit like le carrier was very cynical about intelligence people and 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 rightly so and and it it portrays them as a bunch of sort of lovable scumbags really yeah um especially with the gary the gary oldman character yeah, the Gary Oldman character is wonderful, isn't he? Yeah, so sort of seeming, but but yeah, but, but nonetheless it's somehow attractive. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. It, 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 so it's wonderful, wonderful. I, so I, I, I've I've really been enjoying that. What about you? Um, so, um, well, I've, I'm now. I think I just I've seen episode five of Tokyo Vice, and I think there are eight episodes in total, and um, it's it's good. I, I'm liking it, and I'd certainly recommend it. Um, and it's uh, I think it it's set um, in Tokyo. I think in the very late nineties, and um, and it's about this um, American um, who's been studying at university in Japan and applies to become a journalist on one of the largest, if not the largest. Japanese newspapers in Tokyo and becomes the first Westerner to get a job as a journalist at this paper and immediately kind of obviously does very well. I mean, there's, I suppose there's a slight, slight, slightly, that's a piece of slightly non-woke theme there that somehow this, this American outperforms, does better than, you know, his Japanese counterparts on this newspaper and, 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 and exposes these various scandals which have been taking place under their noses for donkeys, but which they have been too frightened, too shy, too diffident to write about. Anyway, it's pretty good. It's pretty good. He sort of gets plunged into this 
this kind of the seedy underbelly of kind of Tokyo nightlife and this kind of yakuza involvement prostitutes blackmail um uh so it's yeah it's it's um it's it's entertaining and it's well done um Good. and uh, it's well written um and yeah so i'd recommend it um and that's pretty much i don't think i've seen anything else that i'm still gradually working my way through gangs of london which i think is surprisingly no, I good be, I, I can't be asked for that i really can't it's it just i it, 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 i don't like i don't like the the, the extreme violence i really yeah. don't I've, I've gone off extreme violence and i just find it deeply implausible and and and, and the idea of these multiracial gangs i just i just think is just like diversity <laughs> casting bollocks it's not it's not real by the way Am I right in thinking that you occasionally watch Yellowstone? I watched season one. I haven't yet started. I haven't gone beyond that, but I intend to at some point. I, it's, I thought season one was very good. And apparently, according to our friend Mark Miller, it gets better. I, I didn't. I suddenly remembered I didn't tell you. I had two of my, um, my, my team, James people, uh, come out hunting with me this week. Uh, OK. <laughs> they came really? out, I, I, I invited them uh, to come, come fox hunting. And uh, we, it, it was it was very exciting. And um, one of them told me afterwards that in the latest season of of um, Yellowstone, there's a really really good anti renewable energy. Um, oh scene. really? Okay. Yeah. Okay. I mean, I'm, I'm I almost want to fast forward through the through the series just so that because because there's five seasons now, uh, fast forward through it just so I can come to this. It, so James, it, it, okay, n- 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 that sounds like a great reason to persevere with it. Now that you yeah. brought up the subject of climate scepticism, I, I have to, I have to um, boast about something. So, the Times um, ran a piece by the Environment editor on Saturday, um, and um, the, the, the headline was. Um, climate skeptic tweets surge after musk's twitter takeover um and they were sort of generally trying to raise the alarm about um uh misinformation and disinformation related to climate change um becoming much more prevalent on twitter since musk took over and they commissioned um a couple of researchers at the university of london um to see um uh who the most who the most shared who, who tweeted the most shared tweets um about uh, uh w- with a climate climate skepticism uh theme or yeah. relate climate re- skeptic related content anyway um i'll read you this paragraph it said um uh, only 10 this is a, only 10 twitter handles account for a quarter of tweets shared widely um and uh, quote this is from the two researchers some of these accounts are well-known climate contrarians most notably steve malloy a former trump official in the environmental protection agency the most prominent uk public figure who is heavily shared and post content related to climate skepticism is toby young <gasps> you've taken over from me as, as the so king i think of i've UK taken over from you james evil. yeah yeah well, what I, I, thank you <laughs> I don't think it's supposed to be a badge of honour the way it's written about in in the no, Times. No, but it is. I, 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 editor, you but, take it yeah. from me. It's you, you've made it, Tobes. That's Thank good. you. Yeah, you I think I think I have. I've taken on your mantle, James. The, good. The well baton. Done. The baton has been passed. It, it has. Yeah. Yeah. That's good. Uh, well, I, I'm still soldiering on with um, Barry Lyndon, um, and I must say I'm finding it slightly heavier going than um, one of the Sharp novels. Uh, was that oh, you really? making that funny sound? Uh, anyway, yeah. Um, it's it, it's okay, um, uh, but it, it it's quite stylized. It's very picaresque. The oh, that's um, annoying. The actor doing the voiceover um, 
I think he's doing an Irish accent, but it's quite hard to tell. Um, uh, and he's very, he's very, he's very kind of, um, he's very theatrical. It's like it sounds like it was recorded seventy-five years ago, uh, so it's very old-fashioned and rather mannered. So and, it's one of those um, things where the film is actually better than the book because you, you, you've possibly. got you've got Handel's Sarabande. Um, I, I find it impossible to think about Barry Lyndon without that that theme music and and all those. The, the the way that Kubrick shot it so that that every every scene begins like it's a, a an eighteenth century painting, it's wonderful. I haven't seen it. Maybe I should watch. Have you it. not seen it? It's no. absolutely one of the all time. It's wonderful. Right. Okay. I suppose I ought to go um, um, to, to to Pilates. So will you do the last ad? Yeah, I'll do the last one. You can go, and I'll do the I'll do the I'll I'll record the last. Marvelous. Um, well done, Tevin, and message. well done on your speaking engagements. I'm 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 very proud of you. It's, I'm a it's good dedicated to know spreader of the are. message. Okay, mate. <laughs> all, right. all right. Have a good have a good session. Bye. Okay. Bye. By Jove, they've done it again. Our favourite independent bottlers have produced another legendary bottle. This time, Heroes and Heretics has only 358 bottles of a seven-year-old Glen Tockers from its Falls of Caledonia range. This spirit has been exclusively matured in a wonderful first-fill sherry cask. Without doubt, sherry casks have produced the most sought-after and expensive whiskies the world has ever seen. But true to Heroes and Heretics' philosophy of affordable luxury, this perfect expression of a brilliant distillery exploding with caramel, toffee, biscuits, dried fruit, leather and ale notes bursts onto the market in an inflation-busting £60. Incredible value for a single-cast bottling, we hear you cry. Yes, indeed, but don't settle for their first offer. Absolutely not. Instead, any listeners signing up to the Heroes and Heretics Collective will receive 15% off their first order and free shipping, making a bottle of Glen Tocker's 2014 a very Moorish £51. This bottle would make a fantastic gift over the festive period or a wonderful treat with which to savour and indulge oneself during the long winter nights. Don't delay. Sign up to the Heroes and Heretics, Heretics Collective immediately and take advantage of this fantastic offer. Use the code LONDONCALLING15 at the checkout when signing up. Remember, there is no one way to drink whiskey. The best way is how you do it. Drink less, enjoy more, no experience necessary. That website address again is hahcws.com. This is London Calling. Ricochet. Join the conversation. <laughs>